All right, we're at it again. At it again. <laughs> so, Ben here. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this week's podcast. Again, I'm doing it on my phone, so if the quality's a little off, sorry. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I went for a nice long walk. I walked just over an hour um, around town, and uh, I decided I was walking by a Domino's, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna treat myself, and. I decided to go with some flavors and combinations that I have not seen stateside. Um, so, there are like multiple flavors on the pizzas. Um, but I just want to get the names. If I was smart, I would have already done this. Oh God, I'm a disaster. But it was nice. It came with a nice little insulating bag. So I have a pizza bag now, which I can use for any kind of hot food if I'm walking around with something. Or cold stuff, too, because it's just an insulating bag. Um, Doo-doo-doo. Oh. So I've got in my hand also, since, uh, you know, you got to have a beer when you have a pizza. It's an IPA, so an India Pale Ale. Auni, A O O N I, and it's got a creepy little face on it. So let's uh, let's give this a. Ooh, that foamed up. Ooh, that's a foamy girl. All right, let's. Definitely hoppy. All right, citrusy. Oh, that tastes like home. Oh, that tastes like home. I always go for IPs whenever I go to a brewery or brew pub or anything. Just because that's what I like to drink. Call me a hipster if you want. But that is the stuff that I am eating. All right. So they got tons of, tons of different tons of different styles. They've got Superstar, which has like shrimp on it. And again, that's like super mega beef. And what's, uh, you can, when you're, you, the crusts, you can get a uh, regular, just hand tossed. You can get a crispy crust. You can get a deep dish or a pan pizza. But then you can also get <laughs> a cheesy crust. You can get cheesy crust, or you can just get the crust um, with a gigantic uh, mozzarella stick. So instead of it being in the crust, it's just on top on the edge. Uh, or the last two options, which I don't even remember what they're called. I have to look those up. But <laughs> you can get them either uh, single-layered or multi-layered. And what I mean by that is they will have the crust and then they will put cheese and then they will put another crust and then they will put more cheese and it's just the smartest wonkiest thing i've ever heard yeah mille frule probably some kind of french but it's three layers of crust with cheese in between and then you'd have your toppings on top like usual again that just seems bananas bananas to me so they have all these like specialty ones where you can get you know shrimp and tons of pieces of beef there's even one that apparently has wagyu beef on it which for those of you who don't know wagyu beef it's like the most expensive meat you can get in the world and the 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 cows that it's from uh are here in japan and uh yeah, I didn't get that one. Uh, then they have a bunch of American classics, but it's weird because they have, like, mayonnaise on them and stuff. Uh, weird. Then they got the New Yorker ones, and they got, like, a Philly cheesesteak pizza. I went with something called the Quattro Meat Max uh, because it sounded 
it had a good, pretty good variation. So it's a combination of the meat lover, the Gorillo Galbi, charcoal grilled chicky terry, and char grilled beef. And so uh, the meat lovers looks like it's sausage, uh, bacon, and it looks like hot dogs that they slice real thin. And then the um, the chicken teriyaki is just teriyaki chicken, but they slice it thin as well. Looks like it's got some corn and stuff on it. And then they have the, I'm guessing this is the char-grilled beef, um, which, again, it's just char-grilled beef. Uh, looks like it's got some spinach or something underneath. Maybe that's kale. I don't know. Uh, and then the other one looks like it's like stripped beef that they might have stewed with some onions and something, and then that's put on there. And then this was too good to pass up. I wanted to try it. They have a lasagna pizza. I didn't get that one, but I got the crab gratin, and that is snow crab with bacon and, well, baked potato slices. But they got little bits of bacon and then a whole bunch of cheese. And it looks like maybe some onions. Yeah, it looks like they got some onions too. It's like a gratin. Um, but it's got a little bit of snow crab in there. So that's exciting. All right, so that's enough of me talking about the pizzas. Now you're going to listen to me chew on them all. Let's get, let's, let's try this, this crabby one first. Crabby patty. All right. Wow, that's delicious. It's everything you could want it to be. Top notch. Also, the pizza's still warm. I came home, I was really sweaty because again, I've been walking around going up hills and stuff. So I took a quick rinse. Both the pizzas are still really, really warm. All right, let's try each quadrant of this quadranty pizza thing. So we got the meat lovers that just has bacon and sausage and stuff. Um, oh, great. Oh. Nothing wrong about that. Oh, there's peppers on that one too. Hmm. Beef's like marinated. That's the char, that's the goobly, bubbly one. Yeah. Sorry you're all just listening to me eat pizza. <laughs> oh, that chicken teriyaki is bomb. Mmm. You can't go wrong with char grilled beef. All right. No, I'm gonna not eat. Um, oh, they have a lot of, a lot of smoky. That one really tastes like char grilled. Wow, it's pretty good. All right, I'm gonna stop eating because I'm sure that not only are you getting extremely jealous of my pizza, I'm sure if you're like my wife, the sound of chewing and drinking and slurping and chomping down on stuff makes you go bananas. So, I will just put those to the side real quick, and we will continue business as usual. Cool. So, all in all, definitely, definitely worth it. Uh, they have a lot of different flavor com combinations, like I said, and you can make your own, um, just like you can stateside as well. 
it was fun too because I went in there and uh, it's it, it's pretty decent sized space. Uh, but what was interesting is I guess they might be training somebody to do deliveries because on the wall they had a huge map of their delivery radius and it was just a street map. It was a grid street map and it was the whole friggin' wall. Um, and I guess they were just charting routes and stuff and yeah, they just go around on the little scooters and it's got, uh, this is uh, something else that's kind of cool. You are talking about a good vibe. You want something brought to your door and you want it to stay hot? They have got a brilliant method. On the back of these scooters, they just have this hot box, essentially. And so they throw whatever they need in, and that just keeps warm. And you know, the ramen shops do deliveries this way. Again, pizza is really popular for it, too. Um, but all kinds of restaurants will actually deliver via this method. Um, also because the scooters get around easier. And these, again, like I said before, these streets aren't very, excuse me, aren't very big. And so the scooters can just kind of teeter-totter around a little bit easier than an actual car. So, and I think they're more fuel efficient. I don't know how much that matters. But, yeah, so that's pretty neat. Pretty neato bandito. All right. I'm going to put this onto a tray. Nice. That was a lot of references just then. So I'm sorry. Mmm. This IPA is just delicious. Ugh. Um, Tokyo, I guess, yeah. I'll talk about Tokyo Disneyland. So the domino section was a little bit short. Um, but yeah. Domino's Pizza, if you come to Japan, it's not the same as at home. The crust is a little bit more mealy. It's still chewy. They don't have that buttery garlic that they put on the crust, like at home they do. They, like, revamp the recipe. They don't have that here. It's just plain crust, but everything, portions are very, very good. Um, the pizzas are a little bit smaller, and they're sliced thinner. Um, but all in all, it's, it's good. Um, definitely not an every day or even an every week thing. They're a little bit more expensive than they are at home. I mean, you can get a you can get a cheap pie for like twelve bucks or something here, and they're always running promotions and deals. Um, like I think you can get like a medium pizza for seven hundred seventy yen if you do carry out. Deliveries really kills you here. The delivery charges are kind of bonkers. You know, you can order one pizza and it'll cost you over thirty bucks if you're getting it delivered. So that's just a little silly. Um, but yeah, so Tokyo Disneyland. God, so cool. So, so cool. Um, it was like, it was like being back at home. Because uh, they got Cinderella Castle there, and that's their, their landmark um, for for Tokyo Disneyland. Uh, talking a little bit more about Tokyo Disneyland, so again, uh, the whole resort area, Tokyo Disney Resort, I should say. So they got Ixbiari next to Ixbiari, and that's their, that's their downtown Disney, Disney Springs area. Tons of shopping, tons of dining. They have a cinema. I'm sure they're playing Endgame. I've not seen Endgame, but it already got spoiled for me. And that's fine. I wasn't going to go to theaters to see it anyways because reasons. Um, so it's fine. But definitely, like, woof, some drawing stuff happened. Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, so you got Xperi. And then on the other side of Xperi... You have one of their hotels, the Ambassador Hotel. Um, then, behind, I guess it's kind of like behind the Ambassador is where Tokyo Disney Sea is. Like if you're walking, it's pretty far. I mean, it took Ali and I like 10, 15 minutes to walk from um, Mahama Station to Tokyo Disney Sea last week. Uh, Tokyo Disneyland is much closer. It's right next to Ixviari, um, and it's right, right next to uh, the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel 
which is beautiful. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous uh, hotel. We haven't been in it yet, but it's just beautiful. Uh, a couple things that are kind of interesting. Again, I talked about how they don't have RFID technology, so you have the QR codes. Uh, Allie and I became annual pass holders. We can go to both parks whenever we want. There are a couple lockout dates, but for the entire year, there's maybe like six or seven. So it's really not bad. But they have our picture on them to make sure that the right person is using it. And what's kind of funny is you scan your QR code on your on your annual pass and your picture pops up on the screen at the turnstile so they can verify that you are you. I just, you know, it, it's pretty, pretty smart. Pretty smart. Uh, it was just fun. Oh, another thing that they do. So if you leave the park, so again, coming from Disney World, you have your park ticket, RFID technology. You just go in and out all you want. You know, once you bought a one-day ticket, if you bought a one-day Magic Kingdom ticket, you can go in and out of Magic Kingdom all you want. Well, I know to those who do concierge, I know it's just a one-park ticket now. They don't have the separate Magic Kingdom and three other parks. <laughs> but it's still the same premise. You can go in and out all you want. You just scan your ticket, and you're good because you do the biometric. And that's how they're able to make sure that you are you and you're going in and out of the parks. And you're not passing off the ticket. So at Tokyo Disneyland, if you walk out of the park... They stamp your hand with a, it's, well, it looks like white, but it's because it's a black light, a black light stamp. So then when you go back into the park, they scan a black light over your hand, they can see the stamp, and then they let you in. So just, again, the differences I'm noticing. But when you go into, when you go into Tokyo Disneyland, the first thing you see isn't really the castle. You can kind of see the castle in the distance, but you kind of walk through like almost like a train station. So they're like Main Street USA area is all covered. And it's kind of covered with, again, it looks like a like an old train station kind of, you know, glass ceiling kind of thing. But it was nice because, especially if the weather's bad, there's a huge area to go to. They got restaurants. They had a like a diner there. And tons of shopping, tons of shopping, tons of food. So once you get past there, now you're in like the hub. And the hub is probably, it's, it's bigger. I would say if you're taking that whole entire hub space from the edge of where that Main Street USA area ends, I forget what it's called. I'm sure I'll get the nomenclature correct at some point with all these different areas. But yeah. It's, it's, it's a pretty big space. It's a pretty big space. Allie, uh, we, we didn't stay all the way through um, to see the fireworks and the projection show. We left right after the uh, electrical parade. The maybe something, Tokyo Disneyland, something parade. I don't know. That was awesome, though, because it's beautiful, and it's definitely better than the electric parade that I had always seen. But it was so nostalgic because I love the Main Street Electrical Parade, and it's been gone from Disney for so long. And so it's similar music for the most part, and uh, it was just it was just fun. It was just cool. I really enjoyed that. I definitely will go back to see that a billion times. Um, but more about the park. Uh, what you... So we went to the left, and to the left was Adventureland. And we went on uh, the Jungle Cruise. Really neat. You know, it's very, this very, 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 very similar. A lot of the rides are 
pretty darn too and similar to back at home. They just, they are. Because, I don't know, you wouldn't want it catastrophically different. But their, the skipper was so animated, I didn't know what he was saying, but just so animated. Everybody was laughing, so I naturally just laughed along with them. Uh, but they do have some higher tech stuff thrown in there some places, which make it really, really fun. Because when you're going through the temple, I guess is how I'll say it. Um, for us, they're just a bunch of animatronic animals that are doing stuff. But here, there's a, there's a projection that I didn't even realize was there. And so this, like, golden monkey activates and then, you know, energy shoots out all across. And now the, the cracked ruins, you know, reform and you're able to see all the images on the wall and stuff. It was, uh, so cool. Tokyo Disney definitely is a step up uh, technologically in a lot of ways, especially with Disney Sea as well. Uh, that should make it very, very neat. But from there, then we went up and went to, like, Frontierland. I think it's called, like, the Western something. And then they have Critter Country. I think that's River Country. Critter, Critter Country. Oh, yeah. But it's, like, a Frontierland kind of area. They got Big Thunder Mountain there. They got a shooting gallery. Um, then they have Splash Mountain. The Splash Mountain is in, like, the Critter Country area. Uh, Critter Country, River Country. Oh, the, the, uh, you can go on the big old steamboat just like you can at World. But, 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 you can canoe. They have these huge canoes, and you are actually canoeing down the river with two cast members, one on the front, one on the back. Now, I feel bad for the guy on the back because he, <laughs> he was working hard to make sure that it was actually steering in the right direction. Um, but I, I don't think... I don't think it was connected to any kind of track system or anything. I'm pretty sure these people were actually boating around on the... So I definitely want to I definitely want to do that at some point. We didn't get to it. Uh, moving around from there, uh, we then... Now we're behind the castle, and now we're entering Fantasyland. And uh, Fantasyland uh, was... I don't want to say it was underwhelming, but it was... It didn't, it, that's the one place, it didn't feel like Fantasyland to me. It had the carousel, you know, it had PhilharMagic. Um, it was, you could see, you know, the castle was, the back of the castle was right there. Um, that's where they have the Haunted Mansion 2. Like, right on the edge past Critter Country, River Country, moving into Fantasyland. Haunted Mansion is the kind of the first thing just right on the corner. Um, I guess trying to... Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious. I don't know why it was there. I guess with the lands that they have, where would you put it? Since they don't have, um, they don't have a whatchamacallit. Uh, oh God, why can't I remember anything? The America section that we have at Disney World uh, that it fits in. Um, or like a New Orleans. I think it's in the New Orleans area, Disneyland. Maybe it's not. I've never been to Disneyland, so <laughs> whoops. Uh, sorry if I was wrong. What? <laughs> Uh, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean was closed, so we didn't get to go on that, so I'm really excited to go on that. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure I'll talk more and more about this over the coming weeks, just because it's so cool. It is really fun. It's really, it's really neat, very clean, and, uh, it's just so fun. Like, seeing roaming characters is the neatest thing. Seeing these characters that can just kind of go wherever they want, and everybody knows what to do. That's so amazing. 
So I'm used to any kind of character meet and greet being this haphazard disaster because everybody's like clawing their way. And then, of course, people just queue up when they're not necessarily supposed to be queuing up and they just make these long lines. And then, of course, at some point they're like, oh, I'm sorry, the line was actually closed. And they freak out and they go, oh, I can't believe this, even though they just got to the line. And, yeah, I'm sorry that the... um the captain or the character attendant was busy assisting another guest so they didn't get to tell you that it was closed or you waited for 30 seconds whereas other families have waited for 15 20 minutes anyways rant over but here it's just really nice because for the most part for the most part not everybody but for the most part what happens is uh, the whoever you're meeting if they're if they're roaming and sometimes even if they're not roaming even if they're in place somewhere Everybody just makes like a semicircle around them. And there's tons of space for the um, character, whoever you're meeting, to move around. And they just pick who they want. So they just go up and they, they choose. It's not a traditional line. And so if you don't get chosen, you don't get chosen. Now some people will butt in. Like when we were at Tokyo Disney Sea last week, we got to see Captain Jack Sparrow, which was so cool. Because I've never met Captain Jack Sparrow before. We talked about the Black Pearl and all kinds of stuff. But this lady just, she just came out of nowhere. Right behind him was like, Captain Jack, Captain Jack, you know, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. All this stuff. And it was, it was just weird. It was just, you know, she was really adamant about having to meet him right that second. And uh, you can kind of tell Jack, Captain Jack did not appreciate that um, entirely. He did in a meeting with her, um... But yeah, it was just an awkward interaction from her standpoint. He was, he, Captain Jack was great as always. But that was, a, you, I don't usually see that. That was, that was definitely a little bit more out of place from what I've noticed. But it was so much fun. Um, it, it was, just, it's so neat there. And there there were tons of, of characters to meet. Meet and greets are, are a huge thing here. And it was really funny too, after the parade. So Allie and I left after the parade because we both had an early morning and we decided, oh, well, after the parade, we'll go. We can see the fireworks anytime. And that part cleared out after the parade. Not, nobody, you know, meet and greets were done for the day, I'm pretty sure, um, because it was dark out. And that was the last time to see any characters really, excuse me, see them. They just straight up cleared out. They're just, yeah, okay, it's done. Ooh, excuse me again, my goodness. Ugh. The park just cleared out. They were just like, all right, bye, done. All right, we saw the people we we're going to see, bye. I was just like, okay. Because, I mean, America, we're just like, I can't wait to see them explosions. I can't wait to see things get shot up into the sky and explode. At least that's what I always liked about it. Uh, I do like fireworks. Fireworks are fun. But they weren't interested. You know, sure, people stayed. and um, I'm sure that there are people who like it. But I was, oh, this is another thing. I don't know when these kids go to school. <laughs> both times, both last week at Disney Sea and this week at Disneyland, there were these huge school groups, boys and girls, and they're all in their uniforms. That's how you can tell. And they were there all day. We went on like a, a Tuesday. So I, I'm just thinking, you know, to myself, I'm just like, well, when do you, when do you kids go to school? There's always a school group. I, 
I mean, I'm sure it's something that they all do. And just like how we go on field trips, I'm sure they go on field trips. Um, but whereas our field trips, most of the time people are wearing whatever clothes that they want, so you can't necessarily always tell. But them, you know, here, all these kids are in uniform, so they kind of stand out. So that's funny. Where was I? Uh, Fantasyland, Fantasyland, Fantasyland. So uh, they've got uh, uh, Snow White Scary Adventure, which I actually really liked at Disney World, but they got rid of it at Disney World to uh, have the um, Princess Fairytale Hall meet and greet area uh, took Snow White Scary Adventure place. Uh, we didn't go on that one, um, but we went on the Pinocchio ride. I don't, I don't remember what it was called. That one was kind of kind of fun. Um, just because Allie made a good point. She was like, man, I always forget that, like, the sound of Disney is when you wish upon a star. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, you're right. So it was fun to see a ride with, you know, the Blue Fairy and everything because that's what you think about when you think of Disney, or at least I do for the most part. Uh, then what else did we do? Uh, then we kept walking around. We didn't go to PhilharMagic. Uh, I, think, I don't think we did anything else in Fantasyland. I'm sure I'm missing a couple attractions, but then uh, they have Toontown, and Toontown is awesome. Definitely a little bit more kid-focused area. They've got, like, a playground, all kind of interactive stuff for kids to play with there. But I don't remember Toontown from when I went to Disney World as a child, and then when I went as an adult, um, they had taken it out and removed it for New Fantasyland, or the Fantasyland expansion. So I never got to experience Toontown from a perspective that I would remember. And they have, uh, I love Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit. I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit as a movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It's it's just so good. It's so good. It's so good. And they have a, a, a Roger Rabbit ride at Tokyo Disneyland. Sadly, the wait time was kind of high and uh, neither of us felt like waiting. So, alas, we will meet again at some point. Womp womp. And then moving out of Toontown, in between Toontown, and the next thing is going to be um, Tomorrowland. But that's where they have the expansion where they're adding in, like, the Beauty and the Beast ride that I'm sure that a lot of you have seen uh, pictures and videos of, of those animatronics and stuff when you're on the teacup and the teacup's spinning around and everything. Um, or saucer. I guess you're on a saucer. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Bowl, maybe. I forget what the ride vehicle is. But anyways, that's that, that the whole area. And I think they have another ride. And I think that they have a dining uh, thing going in there. Anyways, that's where that's going to be placed. So kind of in like a, it's like a, where the edge of Tomorrowland meets the edge of Toontown, which meets the end of Fantasyland. So it's kind of keeps Fantasyland moving. Fantasyland will kind of surround Toontown now. Uh, it's fine. But then we have Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland, and their Tomorrowland is much bigger than ours, and you have Star Tours here. So we got to go on Star Tours, which is one of my favorite rides, and it was so fun because everything was in Japanese, and I was like, <laughs> oh, it's all Japanese. Uh, then they also have uh, Monsters, Inc., something, something. It's actually a ride, and it's a ride where you're, what is it, like... Scare, no, find a, it's like find and seek, but it's a game, it's an interactive ride. I think that the Buzz Lightyear Span Trader spins there. What else? Um, Space Mountain. Space Mountain, of course. Oh, excuse me. Space Mountain, of course, they have, and then they have, I want I think they have a Stitch thing there, too. 
but their stitch thing is like a comedy. Almost like a, we have Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor at Magic Kingdom at uh, Disney World. Here they kind of have that with Stitch. I believe. I'm uh, sorry if I got any of this stuff wrong. Uh, it is a packed park. There's a lot there. And again, being similar to at home, I'm kind of blurring them together. And I'm trying to remember, wait, what's Tokyo Disneyland and what's Magic Kingdom? Brrr. So I promise the more I go, the more information I will be sending your way. You'll be well informed. Well informed, I could Kate. Tell any uh, anybody out there who has ever played Diablo, Jacket Kane. Hello, I'm Jacket Kane. <laughs> uh, nerd joke, nerd joke, nerd. Well, nerd reference. So, um, yeah, it was. It's weird. Um, Tokyo Disneyland, the, the Big Thunder Mountain was leaps. Leaps better than the one at Magic Kingdom. All of the show effects were working. So there was like a gold vein that you could see. And you're like, oh, there's gold in these, these mountains. But the ride was long, much longer than um, at Walt Disney World. The first lift that you go on was not uh, deafening. It wasn't... Um, when you're going through that back cave, it was pretty quiet i was happily surprised i didn't have to you know cover my ears because they're bleeding now because that stupid first lift sounds like death <laughs> uh but it's a lot brighter again their show effects just make it um the track's a little different than uh, at, at disney world um so they have a couple I mean, it's similar, you have, you know, it's still a gravity coaster, so they still have you going up a large lift, and then you go down, and they have a lot of really nice loops uh, that you go on, not inverted, just, you know what I mean, just around the mountainside and everything. Uh, but they had, a, they had a couple good, it was definitely more thrilling. They had a couple more drops, and it actually, like, I was like, oh, my gosh. And it, Yeah. The thing that stunk about it, though, is I don't know what happened. I don't know. Maybe there was a downtime or something. But we came back with our fast passes, and the fast pass line was out of the queue. And they were just letting fast pass through. And so I felt kind of bad. I was like, man, it sucks to be standby right now because the wait's over an hour, and they're not letting anybody on standby through. It's all fast pass. So I don't know if they maybe they gave out too many fast passes in this time frame or it's just one of those times where you're SOL and some people were coming right at the end of their fast pass and we were coming right at the beginning and then, you know, that hour window does shift. So you could potentially, yeah, anyways, uh, that's the first kind of, I remember that happening with paper fast passes before at Disney World, before they switched over to uh, everything just being electronic so that was kind of a nightmare. Oh, their Haunted Mansion. Um, good things to say about their Haunted Mansion. The, it's, it's, pretty, it's the same. Um, it's, it's honestly a little bit worse than ours. Maybe I'm biased because I went on a backstage tour of the one at Disney World. Uh, so I got to see everything and explore and walk the track and 
see all the things and the stuff and so it just maybe that's why but I honestly don't think it is I I think it's because the, uh, one of the cool things they had was their their lighting they had uh, red glass globes around all the lights so it instead of it being a dim whiter or yellow light being cascaded during the ride it was reddish and so that kind of helped it fun it definitely seemed darker the ride itself was was darker and again everything being in japanese was kind of like oh i don't know what's going on but i know what's going on they had a couple um show effects that we didn't have at disney world so when you go through the attic they have the the heads that pop out so at disney world that's only in the graveyard here it's in the attic too and um the the axe killing wife uh you can see her heart beating pretty clearly and it took a disneyland but same thing you you know fall backwards go through the whole graveyard sequence uh the ghosts the hitchhiking ghosts at the very very end they're just kind of you know you look at the uh the mirror like you do at disney world but then they just kind of they're on just on your vehicle just static so yeah so I would say Tokyo Disneyland loses that round as well. So Jungle Cruise, I think, was better at Tokyo Disneyland. Big Thunder Mountain was better at Tokyo Disneyland. Haunted Mansion, not as good. Um, oh, yeah, like, so, I, like, I love when you're first going down that first hallway uh, in the attraction. They have the windows there on your left, and, well, you know, lightning's happening, and then the portraits on the side... When the lightning goes off, you know the you know the portrait, the pictures change into something else, something more um, monstrous, or skeletal, and oh something else. So when you're going into the ride vehicle and when you're when you're going in that in that room past the stretching room, the stretching room's the same, um, but once you get past the stretching room and you're queuing up at Disney World. Along the walls, they have portraits, and the portraits are of, like, Jack the Ripper, and, um, who was that Russian guy who was, like, a spiritualist back in the day? Oh, crud. It's gonna bother me. Eh. But anyway, it was, like, uh, killers and devious kind of people, and there were portraits lining the wall. At Tokyo Disneyland, those portraits aren't in the queue there's nothing in that queuing area before you get on the actual doom buggy all those pictures are in that first hallway but there's no lightning no nothing instead they just have the same effect that they used for the um this heads in the library that are watching you as you could move around they do the same thing it's just with the eyes of the portraits so they have that effect so it looks like all the portraits are watching you as you go down which is kind of a nice effect i guess but not I prefer the one at Disney World, so that was kind of disappointing because I love Haunted Mansion, um, but it was still a great ride. It was still a lot of fun, still a good. And I mean, you you can't go wrong with Haunted Mansion, all things considered. I mean, come on, what else was happening? Oh, uh, it's Easter. Obviously, well, Easter just just happened, but it's the Easter season at Tokyo Disneyland, and so we watched a special Easter parade, which was which was really fun. It was kind of sad it's not Dreaming Up, because Dreaming Up is incredible. And I can't wait to watch Dreaming Up. And Dreaming Up is the, their day parade. So instead we saw this um, uh, Easter one, 
And what do they say? It's like, that's the, <laughs> that's how it sounds, except a lot better. Uh, but it's all about, you know, the, the parade's very, very cute, very, very cute, a lot of pastels, and essentially there are these little egg people, and they cause mischief. And so the whole thing is they're, you know, they're trying to capture all these eggs and, you know, make sure that they're not causing any, causing any trouble. And so it's very, very fun. Um, all your favorite characters are, are there and they're all on their floats doing their thing. And ah, yeah, yeah, just really, really nice. Really, really nice. I had so much fun. It was so neato bandito. And the best part is, excuse me again, gosh darn it. Um, but the best, the best part is there's still so much for me to see. I've skimmed the surface, really, of both of those parks. Well, we did more of Tokyo Disney Sea, um, than Tokyo Disneyland, but Tokyo Disneyland has tons more attractions and things. And again, Disney Sea, that's where you have, uh, you know, two or three live shows that you can watch, plus Fantasmic, and that one's more like uh, Animal Kingdom fused with an Epcot almost, and then Islands of Adventure from Universal Studios. You know, that's all kind of jumbled and mashed together, and that's kind of Tokyo Disney Sea. Whereas Tokyo Disneyland, again, it's pretty cookie cutter um, from the other Disney parks, from my understanding. And yeah, very Magic Kingdom-y. Oh, but the, the castle, the castle's the exact same, and I think there's there's actually a walkthrough attraction um, which tells the story of Cinderella, I think. But anyways, you, you, there's no restaurant, so you walk through the castle and you can see the glass slipper and all this stuff. So we didn't do that either. But I want, I want to... Ooh, my food! So I had two different hot dogs. I had a hort a a dorg. So I had a hot dog that I took a terrible video of to show the ketchup and mustard and the packets and the way that they work. But it's just it's just a smart way that they do it. So we had that one. And it's just like the one I had at Disney Sea. Nice, crunchy, delicious casing that snapped. And the bread was much better this time, though. The bread was much better. Then we were in River Country. And they had a hot dog wrapped in a tortilla. And I was like, all right, you had, you had me at a hot dog wrapped in a tortilla. So then I also got it with cheese. Ooh, and grapefruit soda. We had grapefruit soda with that. That was yummy. Yum. Then the next thing we ate. I think the next thing we ate was at... It's not Cosmic Rays. It's like... Plasma Zips. You know, thing place. But it's Cosmic Ray-y. But they do curries there. So we had a vegetarian curry over rice. And we had some french fries. And those are some of those are the first French fries I've had, um, in Japan. They were delicious French fries, mm, potatoes deep fried, in oil. <laughs> so good, so good. Uh, oh, no, I guess they're not because I had those nacho seasoned fries at Taco Bell. These are the first plain French fries I've had. How about that, Internet? <laughs> but it's been great. So. I had so much fun. I can't wait to go back. I'm sure Ellie and I are going to go a billion times because we bought these annual passes and we're going to use them. Um. Oh, good vibes. Good vibes. 
I'm just, I'm really happy. I'm in, I, I'm in a great place here. Things have gotten a little bit less hectic. And, you know, I don't feel as, as foreign being here, finally. I just had so much fun. Now, there, were, there was a little bit of a... It's going to be weird that I'm including this in my good vibe segment, but um, today I walked past a cemetery twice. My first walking to um, the store and everything I was going to in the area where the Domino's was. And their cemeteries here are just these huge slabs of marble or granite or something, and they're just these gigantic pieces of stone with the family names and everything etched into them, and people leave offerings and everything. And it is like a big old memorial, more than how we think of cemeteries, where cemeteries are, you know, plots of land where everybody's buried. Um, So I walked past it, and, you know, it's always nice to see that and but when I walked back the smell always catches me but every a lot of people burn incense when they're um you know remembering their 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 loved ones in these areas and they'll leave them offerings so you know now I'm walking past and now it's you know I know somebody had been there because you could smell the incense burning and that wasn't there before so it was nice and that's I'm usually I'm always seeing new flowers being put on them, you know, people will leave snacks or, um, drinks, like, uh, somebody left a can of Asahi beer on the memorial, uh, on the, the, the stone, um, memorial shrine kind of thing, but it was just so nice because the, the, everybody's very connected, um, with their families and everything, it's just, it's nice that people are being visited and they are being remembered here. And so whenever I kind of walk past and I realize that, I'm like, that's that's great. That's great. Because we, I don't know, I, I, death is scary. I'm scared of death. Well, this is taking a dark path. But I'm going to keep rolling with it. But I, I'm not, I don't like death. It's a scary thing to me. And it's different. Society to society. You know, you typically more Eastern societies. Uh, death isn't as scary um, for them just because of their, their faith and their understanding of what the afterlife is or, or isn't. Uh, so it, it just it's just nice. And I just love the area I'm living in. Ooh, this is something I thought of. Uh, what was it I was going to be? It was going to be your horticulture... Your hot happening horticulture update. I think that's what I was gonna call it. <laughs> it right, when I open my door, there's a f- like big old track of land, and right now they've got all these beans going. They got some lettuce. You know, big 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 plants are starting to, especially those beans. Those bean vines are the bean bushes are getting gigantic. It's just it, it's nice. I you know open up the door. I'm like, oh, this guy's gardening and he's he's you know farming stuff and putting stuff in the soil and this stuff's growing. This is it, this is so cool. It's great. So so blessed. But just beautiful, beautiful surroundings. The weather's been really nice. Today was a little bit colder, but the weather's been so great and uh, it, it's it's so great. You know. Um, 
people I work with are great. The people that Ali works with are fantastic. And I finally feel like we're coming into our own. So this has definitely been a great thing for us. So, yeah. And, uh, all right. So I got to scarf down a whole bunch of dominoes before it gets too cold. So I'm going to end the podcast here for the week. Uh, As always, thank you for listening. Uh, Be sure to look at my Instagram story. I have one for Tokyo Disneyland and one for Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, That kind of goes over our day and kind of what we were doing. Um, I'll just leave those up and then you can always revisit them. And maybe I'll add more stuff to them um, as time moves on. I'm not sure how long those can be. Uh, We'll test the limits of Instagram. But as always, thank you all. Uh, Thank you for your questions. Um, Please continue to submit them. um, Yeah, just listen in next week. I'll be coming at you again with some more stuff. And thank you all for being you. And I hope that this sparks sparks a little joy in your life. So thank you all. Love and miss you all. And uh, this is Ben Dien signing out.